Welcome to the New Yorker's January 12, 2009 issue. We have six articles for you. In the financial page, James Sirwicky reports on how the economic crisis has exposed boom-time criminals who preyed on the faith of investors. Then, Jeffrey Tubin profiles the controversial and outspoken congressman Barney Frank as he tackles the financial crisis head-on. After that, Peter Hessler writes about his life-changing Peace Corps road trip through rural China and on to Tibet. Following that, in Shouts and Murmurs, Bruce McCall spoofs gala charity event menus. And in the current cinema, David Denby reviews two movies, Defiance, a true story of Jews who fought back against the Nazis, and the award-winning French film, The Secret of the Grain. But first, it's this week's comment. In Homelands, David Remnick writes about what Barack Obama is up against as he moves into the White House. Slaves. Men of West African origin branded with Christian monikers like Tom, Peter, Ben, Harry, and Daniel helped build the White House. Three were on loan from its chief architect, James Hoban. Construction began in 1792, and slaves worked as sawyers, quarrymen, carpenters, stonemasons, brickmakers. Such was the fabric of the New Republic. Twelve American presidents owned slaves, eight of them while in office. After emancipation and the Civil War, a handful of black men won seats in Congress, but as the spirit of Jim Crow overwhelmed the promise of Reconstruction, white supremacy regained its hold. On January 29, 1901, the last of those black congressmen, George H. White of North Carolina, stood in the well of the House and prophesied the miracle of reconciliation and justice. This, Mr. Chairman, is perhaps the Negro's temporary farewell to the American Congress, but let me say, Phoenix-like, he will rise up some day and come again. These parting words are on behalf of an outraged, heartbroken, bruised and bleeding, but God-fearing people. The only apology I have for the earnestness with which I have spoken is that I am pleading for the life, the liberty, the future happiness and manhood suffrage for one-eighth of the entire population of the United States. On January 20th, an African-American family will take occupancy of the White House. The incoming president's father was Kenyan, his mother a Kansan. The future First Lady's great-great-grandfather, Jim Robinson, worked as a slave on the Friendfield Plantation in Georgetown, South Carolina, and is thought to be buried there in an unmarked grave. The election of Barack Hussein Obama represents the culmination of the processes predicted by Representative White, forces that accelerated...